Welcome back, everybody. Um, this week we watched Million Dollar Baby, which came out in 2004. Um, it follows Maggie Fitzgerald, um, an underdog amateur boxer who is helped by an underappreciated boxing trainer to achieve her dream of becoming a professional. Um, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I don't really have much to say right off the bat. I mean, I guess I can go into why I picked it. Um, honestly, I just knew that it was like an iconic movie with boxing. And also I knew it had won an Oscar. And whenever a film wins an Oscar, you know, you got you to gotta see it. Right. It's worth watching at least once, right? Right. And also... Um, Hilary Swank, who plays Maggie, um, I recently saw her name in the news because I saw she's pregnant with twins. Did mm-hmm. you see that recently? Mm-hmm. Um, let me fact check myself, but I'm pretty sure. And so I was like, what do I know her from? And then I realized it's, I knew she was in this movie, even though I hadn't seen it. Um. Anyway, so... Also, Morgan Freeman, who's an icon, mm-hmm. but I had never, I don't think I've ever seen a movie with Morgan Freeman in it. Isn't Not that, one? Isn't, Not a single movie? Let me just glance through his filmography, but uh, I really First one that would know. come to mind is Bruce Almighty. Mm-mm. That was, I mean, you would have been young, but. I really don't think any, like. He's kind of just one of those people that, like, you always hear Well, there's, of. there's plenty, there's some on here that, there's some we should definitely get to eventually then. Uh, Shawshank Redemption would be the biggest one. Heard of that, never seen it. Yeah, that one's, like, if, if this is, if this is a classic, that's like, you know, Mecca, it's like the top of the. <laughs> top tier film. Yeah. Yeah, but I really don't think I've seen any with him in. I just hear his voice mm-hmm. everywhere. Um, oh, wait, maybe I saw him in this. Was Batman Begins? Yeah, we watched Batman Begins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yep. I don't really remember He's him in Lucius. that. Event. He's like the the guy behind the computer. Okay. Oh, and no, Dolphin Tail. <laughs> he was yeah. in Dolphin Tail. <laughs> uh, Sorry, no disrespect. It's just that movie's just kind of funny. But it has a good story. Um, also, Clint Eastwood, another name that I hear all the time, yep, but had never one. seen big name any of his movies. Yep. He's oh, he's like he was born in 1930. Yeah, I googled and him and I was like, oh, he had a movie oh. come out last year. I haven't seen it, and That's I wasn't crazy. really interested in seeing it. I saw The Mule, which was a few years ago, which was okay, but. Yeah, he's uh, been in the business for a long time. Is he more of an actor or a director? He, he was more. Well, I mean, he anymore. He I don't think he's in. He ever is in. He's not. He doesn't star in anything that he doesn't direct. Oh, um, at least anymore. Like he was. Like he got big. Like back in the Western days. Like that's what his like. That's where his rise, like claim to fame, came from. Okay. Or like. Uh, um westerns in the 70s and stuff but um do you know uh scott eastwood you know who that is um if if you look that's a he's he's an actor it's his son but oh but yeah um oh yeah yeah he's he's in um oh my god 
that movie with The Longest Ride. Have you ever seen that? It's rom- yeah, romance no, movie. Yeah, yeah, I think I, yeah, I think I've I know seen you're it. okay. I can tell by that tone that you're like, oh yeah, no, but no, it's no, a no. good movie. Like, yeah, I'm remembering what you're saying. I'm not. <laughs> I didn't know that was his son. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, I mean, if you look at photos of Clint Eastwood when he was like in his twenties, like it's like, oh yeah, that's okay. true. I guess maybe, <laughs> but this guy is Scott Eastwood's really hot. But... Yeah, he's good looking dude. <laughs> but I just, uh, yeah, I've only seen obviously. Clint Eastwood as mm-hmm. old, but that's okay. Hold on, just a quick side note. Mm-hmm. Clint Eastwood is ninety two, and his son is thirty six. He's yes, and he has, uh, the there's a scene in. I already, I already know. I already know what you're gonna say. The girl in the truck. Yes, yeah, I yeah, saw yeah. it on the trivia. Yeah, yeah. But you should explain it for the listeners. Yeah, well, there's a there's a scene where there's a little girl. She's probably what like eight years old, mm-hmm. like with a dog in a truck, and it's his daughter. And I mean, he was seventy when this movie, movie was, was when this movie was like in his seventies. Like, well, I would be seventy four when it released, right? But um, yeah. But anyway, yeah, he's got he's got a handful of good movies, but like. None are, and all of them are kind of the same kind of vibe as this one. Like, mm-hmm. they're very melancholy kind of throughout. Like, there's moments of, there's like moments of like feel good, but like for the most part, they usually end in some kind of like, you know, like I'll just, uh, I'll spoil because I don't think you'll end up watching probably. But like the mule, like uh, the one came out a few years ago. Like I'm pretty sure he dies at the end of that one. Um, another good one that I I don't think I'll I don't think I'll bring to the table. But obviously you could at any time. But Gran Torino, that was probably like the first like Clint Eastwood movie directed by Clint Eastwood movie that I watched that I was aware was directed by Clint Eastwood. Mm-hmm. And it's I think if I remember correctly, it's been a while since I've watched it. But this um this like. I think he's like a Vietnam War vet or something. Um or some war vet. I want to say Vietnam, but it may be might be I don't think it would have been it would have probably been Vietnam War vet. But anyway, uh he um is living in this like neighborhood or something with like Asian Americans and he's like basically a racist like asshole. Like, but he like plays like it. He kind of, if I again, I'm kind of. It's been a while since I've seen it, so I'm trying to remember. But he kind of plays it the same way he does in this movie, where like he acts like a hard ass, like oh, I don't train girls. We'll get to that later. But kind of like that same kind of vibe, but Mm -hmm. being racist towards these Asian Americans. Mm -hmm. But obviously, like it's one of those things where he spends time with them, and then like you really like it's they build up this relationship. But there's like gang violence within within their neighborhood. Isn't it interesting when you watch movies like that, like, and you see the growth of a character who, like, starts off horrible but ends up being good, you're like, wow, like, such good character development, such a good movie, so uplifting, and then you realize, like, it that same, like, character arc that they do with, like, characters being, like, offensive or whatever, but then, like, they come around because they realize, like, we're all the same is, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, it just feels, like, so overdone. Like, everyone yeah. always tries to make movies like that because they make you feel good i mean it, it it happens in this one though million dollar baby too just not as right with it's just with like sexism instead of racism right. and it's like at the same time too uh 
I don't know. It's. I mean, not to say that it wasn't happening. That's not at all what I'm shifting to here. But there's other stuff at play other than just like I don't train women, sort of a thing. Right. Yeah. No. No. But no. again, true. we'll get. But to it's that, it's but... still in there. But right. Just one last thing about Clint Eastwood. Mm-hmm. I just looked at his children, like because they have it on his Wikipedia, and it says. His oldest child was born in 1954, and the girl, I'm assuming, who was in the movie, was was born in 1996. Sorry, I had to yell on there. Mm-hmm. Um, that could be his oldest child's child, because <laughs> that's yeah. 42 year age yeah, difference. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so let's get into it. Mm-hmm. So it starts off. Mike Coulter, the the his fight, right? Oh, I totally forgot about him already. Willie or whatever are you talking about? I think his name is Willie. Uh, sounds right. Sorry, yeah, Big Willie Little. <laughs> what a name! Big but yeah, Willie. starts off starts off with his fight. Yeah, and they're trying to call the fight because the because he's bleeding. They do just enough to get the blood to stop. Yep. And then he ends up winning, right? Yes. Yep. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He comes yep. and um basically from there Oh yeah. Oh okay, go- sorry. Well, I was just gonna say, like I like the whole I think the whole point of his the arc with him the little arc with him is just showing that like uh that Frankie kind of has a hard time, like, I don't know if it's hard time letting go or hard time committing, or it's kind of like, it's a similar vibe from Creed with Rocky and mm-hmm. and Adonis, right? Where he's like, oh, no, no, you're not ready. You're, we're not doing this. We're not, we're going to wait. Because mm-hmm. that's what he told me. He's like, three more fights and then we'll get you the mm-hmm. title fight. And he goes, hey, man, it's been three more fights for the last two years. Like, yeah. I got to do something. Right. And like... Honestly, that was like probably the most one of the more like realistic, mature parts of most of these kinds of movies. Like I'm fast forwarding a little bit here, but when uh, Willie goes to see him at his house, he goes, "Hey, I gotta, I gotta do me. I gotta do what's right for me." And I think what's right for me is getting a different, getting a manager, and actually going for these money fights. And you know he handles it is fine. He's like, oh shit, he's just kind of like an oh shit. I lost this this great kid that I built this relationship with, but like he knows he's good and that he's gonna do well. Right. I kind of took that as though like he just had worked so hard to train these people, and like if he wanted, he didn't want to like go to a championship and lose. I think. Well, I, was part of it because he talked with right. Eddie who was Morgan's Freeman Morgan Freeman's character I think and he kind of was like or, or sorry when Willie like comes to his house and he's like oh hey like I know you wanted to get a champion or someone says I know you want like you wanted a champion or something you wanted to be there for a championship and I think that's like part of it is the he he wasn't sure if he was ready to win the championship but he so he didn't want to like put him in there when he's not ready and lose but also, I think it is then if once he becomes a champion, then he's not going to be under Frankie's, you know, I don't know, direction anymore. Or like they, their bond will be different. 
I think uh, I think uh, one of the larger like looming things too was his history with Eddie, and like the like Eddie losing oh, his eye. Yeah, and yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Whereas like like so he I think I think part of it was his insecurity, like not feeling as though he'd be able to. Uh, I don't know adequately call the fight as it's going on you know like because he he like with with him the whole thing was he should have called it but they kept going and he ended up losing his eye mm-hmm. whereas like if that situation comes up again he he doesn't want to have to make that decision yeah. which i'm pretty sure was i mean that kind of happens later too with yeah maggie but but yeah so we're getting like a background right away of like how he's kind of um what would be a good word to describe Frankie? Um, like tough love. <laughs> I don't know. I would say. I don't. You know. I don't know. I think it's. <laughs> we have a podcast, and we're at a loss for words. No, I think it's. <laughs> I think it's like one of those things where he, he definitely like, especially with Willie. Like it's it's clear that he respects these people that are putting in the hard work. And that are like, you know, there's a mutual respect between them where like he gets the respect from the fighters because he he does know what he's talking about because he's been in the game so long. But then at the same time, it's just like this. It's this thing where I feel like if he at uh, with him losing Willie, he's kind of like at this like who the like what am I gonna like? I think it was what he does. Like you know, I I'm training with yeah. him. What do I do after that? Right. So. And that kind of goes a little bit away from what we were saying, but like, yeah, I don't know. It's clear that he's very, he's pretty firm in his ways, obviously loosens up a little bit later, but. I think just at this point in the move, like right in the beginning, we just kind of get the idea that he's complex and there's a lot that we need to uncover as an as a viewer. Because right. um, we get the, we get the little glimpse of like him writing letters to his daughter too mm-hmm. we don't we don't find out right away that like all of them get sent back right but we know that he's like trying to we so like it gives us the vibe that the mom's not around and that the daughter's estranged and that mm-hmm. he's trying to yeah keep it yeah um which i think it's interesting because going into it i just thought this was going to be like another boxing movie that was like get tells you like a triumphant and like motivational story and like it's not really but not for like lack of trying it just is like whatever but I let think, me let me finish yeah. i was gonna say that i think them like the main theme and like the importance is like like almost like family was such a centric part of the film like how he's estranged from his daughter and, like, she's got a complicated relationship with her family. So they became, like, chosen family, if you will. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that was more the point of the movie was, like, their relationship rather than the boxing career. You know? Yeah, for sure. Like, I think it it meant different things for her than it did for him. Right. Um, But we, after that first fight, we kind of see that she goes up and... Or Maggie, we see her, and she's. I feel. I believe the first time we see her, she's kind of watching the fight. She was, yeah, she was watching that that the fight at the very beginning because she we yes. kind of skipped over that where she approaches him in the alleyway yes. after the fight, and, and she's like, 
<laughs> I love the southern accent. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, hey, will you train me? I don't know exactly what she yeah. said, but I just wanted to do a southern accent. <laughs> anyway, so, and he's like, no, I don't train girls, which, again, for the time or, like, you know, whatever, like, makes sense. I mean, but, like, it just is, you ever, I mean, like, more just like, hear... Like, not even necessarily for the... Sorry to interrupt, but it's not even necessarily for the time. It's, like, it's more... It's just clear that it hits, it's a character flaw in him, and it's, I mean, because he does, it's not like he outright, like, shoves her away, like, get the F out of my, like, get out of my face, because he does offer to help her find someone that could. Correct. My point mm-hmm. is that how often do they make movies today where someone would say, like, I don't train women. Like, it, I just feel like it's, Where, especially it's not as much of an issue anymore. Like, I mean, it might happen. I'm sure it happens. Like, mm-hmm. sexism is obviously still a thing. Or, like, whatever. But I'm just saying that I feel like this wouldn't... You know what I mean? Like, it just feels like we've evolved in our ideas. And, like, that's so, like, baseline of, like, oh, I'm not going to train you cause, just because you're a woman. Like, I don't train girls. Like, I th- think, I, you know what I mean? I think a, 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 di- a little... I don't know the difference isn't the right word, but I think something that's a part of that evolution is just in terms of a sport like boxing, especially like it's such an individualized sport and they, and it's clear that there are like, you know, very, very um, skilled female boxers, female fighters out there. And it's such a, like, it's something like that is like in like individual sports now especially are are a lot i don't know how to i think the main thing is him being at the time seven, a 74 year old man like i'm sure you would find old men right now that are trying like if they're trying to do yeah. this stuff that they would still hold yeah well also even now like a lot of sports are very just male dominated. Like there are women in a lot of like also male sports, but like most of the time they don't get the same attention as male sports. Like, you know, I'm like, like you said, there's women's boxing, but like, I think a lot less people know like famous female boxers than male boxers. I don't, I don't really know any, but think, like <laughs> right you kind of it it's kind of one of those things where you kind of have to be at least within the gravitational pull of it a little bit but in general like most people are going to have more common knowledge of male athletes than female athletes yeah. it's just because there's more of a history of male sports mm-hmm. it's just that's just the facts mm-hmm. and so i guess maybe that is like not that crazy to think about but i don't know why but it just feels like I feel like I'm not explaining why it just it just like feels like we've exhausted like that. I don't know. That makes sense. Like, do you get what I'm saying? I think I think it's. I think the I I think what you're what you're trying what you're saying is less about less about this particular less about the movie saying that and more about just that idea in general yeah, yeah, right that's what i mean so yeah for sure for sure like we're getting away from that a lot uh, and obviously it's still ex- like like we're we've been repeating it's still there yeah but in terms of like acceptability or like 
like no one, nobody's going to be shocked when like you if you find out that like yeah boxer uh, like this women's like heavyweight titles up for grabs. This woman woman wins and wins a bunch of money from it. Like that's not surprising. That's not like right. a crazy. That's thing. what I mean. It's yeah. not like an exciting. It's not an exception anymore. Exception. That's a great way of putting it. So for the time, I think this was probably really. Um, like it stood the movie stood out probably um but now i'm just saying that yeah like you said that's a great way of putting it it's not an exception anymore not a bad part of the film i'm just saying yeah, yeah. in general yeah, yeah. like with films whatever i mean to its credit though it, it like aside from him aside from him you know bitching about training women it doesn't it doesn't suggest that women aren't aren't um, capable not, not not even capable not like physically capable but like capable of you know drawing a crowd and and you know like uh, sustaining a business mm-hmm. because there's never a shortage of fights the mm-hmm. only reason she has a shortage of fights later is because she's too good mm-hmm. so like it's yeah that was so the yeah. so the business is there like it's not like they're trying to say like oh there's only you know, there's only a few of these, so like we don't waste our time because right. they, it clearly show, like clearly show that there's, like, because she gets pretty wealthy off of it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, maybe that wasn't even necessary to bring up, but oh, just I mean, a thought no, that I had. I, yeah, it's every. It doesn't matter. Like, if it sparks conversation, went like, because it to, it makes sense. Like, and not, and again, if we get a little bit out of the context of the film, it's not a problem, but. Anyway, so yeah, yeah, he he he, shoves her away. Right. Declines her, and she's kind of like, okay, and then shows up at his gym anyway. She doesn't doesn't take no for an answer. Right. With anything. She just shows up at his gym. She paid for a membership. Six months worth of a membership. And just was going to basically, like, keep working at it herself. Basically bug them until she, until. Right. Right. Which is kind of what also happened in creed didn't he go to go to yeah. the gym and he just started doing like practicing where rocky was and then rocky was like oh let me see what you got mm-hmm. so it's like that yeah so she did that and then i think we kind of is that when we meet like some of the other people in the gym yeah anthony mackie yep <laughs> meet his character i don't let me remember what his character's name was Sharel Berry? Sharel Berry. Um I have seen very few movies with Anthony Mackie, but because I have not seen him, I'm not that far along in the Marvel series mm-hmm. where he's in it yet. Um and I like none of his characters. Yeah, they're always the bad guy dickheads. Yeah. In this in Marvel too? Frame. No, no, no. Okay. Well, in he's um, like the most altruistic, like good guy. In well, the I don't know. I know, I know. I know. I know. I'm just Who saying. Who is he in Marvel? I don't even know. Uh, well, he's kind of like Captain America's like kind of sidekick for a while, and then spoiler alert, he's the current Captain America. Like he becomes oh, Captain really? America. Yeah. What happens? Uh, never mind. I don't want to ask because yeah, I feel yeah. like I know the answer. But what's his character's name? Uh, like, it, uh, da 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 da. da. Well, he's the Falcon, but I'm trying to that's, think. That's okay, okay. That's what I was looking for. That's what for. you're looking for? Okay. Anyway, I've seen him in... Eight Mile? Eight Mile, The Hate You Give, and this movie. And he's a shitty character in all of them. Great actor, but I don't... I just... I don't like him because... Mm-hmm. Or I don't like... I'm sorry. His characters. I don't like his characters. Right. Not the actor. Because I've seen the actor in interviews and he's very funny. Mm-hmm. But 
I just is so unfortunate because like why are you always playing evil characters? <laughs> so I don't I also don't like him because uh, well, I'll wait because it uh, comes up later, but we meet him and then we meet um danger mm-hmm. um I don't even wanna he's just I don't really want to talk about that character very much. Yeah, he's just, he's the stereotypical half-wit southern boy, basically. Yeah, it it reminds me of 8 Mile. Do you know what character I'm talking about? Are you talking about uh, the the kid, the guy that shoots himself? Yes, Cheddar. Cheddar Bob, I think is his name. That's his nickname, right? Cheddar Bob. That sounds right. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, it's just like, again, around, they came around around the same time, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's just, yeah, it's, I was trying to look up prior to this, um, I think the correct term is like, the person, clearly the character has like a cognitive disability, so um, that's why, but I just, I don't, I'm not a big fan of like, stuff that they, you know, they throw in, they so clearly play into a stereotype, Mm -hmm. and it really others the characters but we don't really need to get into that because it's not fun podcast conversations yeah it's 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 a common like i i don't think i'm going i don't think i'm i don't think i'm going too far as to say that that's kind of a common thing in clint eastwood's movies oh i guess i wouldn't know right for (laughs) some of that sort of kind of thing to come out right which Whatever. it's uh, You can't change it, so it's fine. But I, again, don't think people would be doing that today. Mm-hmm. Uh, or making a character so blatantly into a stereotype. It's like, now it's more about like normalizing their experiences. I think, I think it could be, a, a similar character could be done. It just wouldn't be in that same way, the same exact way. Like, because it was, it was, at certain points, it was almost like a caricature. It yeah, was, like not not entirely throughout the not every time he was on the screen, but for sure, like the bulk of his time on screen, yeah, it was kind of just I like just, an over exaggeration. Granted, felt, there's definitely people out there like that, but yeah, I just felt like that wasn't really necessary to the movie. So, like, what was the point? Kind of that whole, kind of that whole arc. There kind was of, a lot of stuff that I felt like I was like, why? Yeah. <laughs> why are we? Why are we having this in there? Because what? What was? What do you think the point of him being in there was supposed to show? I mean, he doesn't really like at the end. I think. <laughs> I think part of it was there was like there was a bit of conversation. There was a bit of voiceover that Eddie was giving. Uh, I think it was pr- just prior to Danger's introduction, but it got brought up again later, where basically they were saying like. It doesn't. Um, Frankie said always said something. It was something along the lines of like it doesn't like doesn't matter how much heart a fighter has if they basically if they aren't any good. Mm-hmm. And I think that's who Danger was supposed to be. He was supposed to be the all heart, no like oh, ability okay. sort of thing. All right, that's fair because that was kind of kind of his his thing was his his dedication to coming and training. 
clearly he wasn't really getting any better and they were kind of just humoring him by letting him come right i mean because like when they brought up talking about dues she pays the dues six months in advance and and then yeah uh, and then frankie I, yeah. asks eddie about dangers dues and he's like dude what are you talking about like he can't <laughs> afford pants you think he can afford dues right. here yeah i guess by those standards like that's kind of nice to show that like the heart thing like that that's kind of cool think but that was i just spent the whole movie like feeling bad for him well i think that's kind of the point of his that's kind of the point of his character is he is kind of like the sympathy character it's kind of showing that eddie eddie and frankie like it well less eddie because eddie's pretty consistent throughout but frankie it's clear that he's not quite the hard ass that he like puts on because like danger's like able to come hang around all right. the time and he doesn't yeah and he's letting him right yeah but anyway, so we get those two characters introduced, and I don't... Is there any... Is there anyone else that's, like, important that we meet in there? No. That just kind of... I think the the takeaway there is, like, when... When Sherelle or whatever, however I'm assuming that's... I don't remember. But Sherelle, if that's how you say his name, he starts like digging into danger when he's uh, as the, he approaches Maggie because he notices mm, Maggie, yeah. And then she gives the quip back about him yeah. being on the ground or whatever. So like, um, I think that's the I think the point of that particular spot is just to show that she's you know quick on her feet. She she knows how to speak up for herself and stand up for herself. Yada yada. Yeah, and at this point, like he hasn't taken. He hasn't taken um, Maggie on, but, like, we show her, like, she's she gets there really early and, like, she's... Stays late. Yeah, she's putting in a lot of work and, like, you can see that, like, Eddie's kind of, like... He noticed. He notices. Yeah, he, he's taking notice and he's like, oh, I'm going to try to help her a little right. bit. He gives her a couple pointers. Yeah, and he gives her that, the speed bag. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think pretty much after that we see, like, Big Willie quit resign i don't know the word to be switch managers that's when big Mm -hmm. willie goes to his door and he's like we also might have missed i think at some point we see frankie go to church at one point in there and he like kind of like right off the bat is like questioning the clearly there's a consistent history where he like constantly questions the pastor but the pastor's like not having it, which is I've never seen well, a pastor react like that. <laughs> I mean, he like or priest like Frankie minister. goes. Frankie goes there every day for the last twenty three years, and all he does is like poke holes and criticize and like basically give him shit. And he's like, dude, like you got to stop doing whatever it is you're doing. But counterpoint, as a minister, isn't it your job to show them like? No, those holes are not like the holes are not correct, and like show you. I think you know that's probably something he gave up on a long time ago. I think this is one of those things where like he just shows up every day, and no matter what he says to him, no matter what the no matter what the uh, the what's his character's name? We can just look it up. Father Hor- Father Horvath. Oh. Uh, what? And no matter what he says to him, he's not gonna like. You know, he's not receptive and he brings it up later where he's like, hey, like whatever you're coming in here to atone for, like whatever, like that's way later. It's still it's still the idea that like I still stand by the idea that like 
a minister's not supposed to act like that. Right. I understand that that might be the case, but I'm just saying. Like, but there comes a, there comes a point though where like you have to do something different because like if somebody if somebody comes up to you and like is there though our minister I don't I don't think so in but religion. what's but what's like what's necessarily wrong with him like kind of telling him to take some time away because it's he, clearly it not wasn't beneficial that that was the problem it was like the immediate like I don't have time for this to, like he was kind of rude. Yeah, but again, we're not seeing the twenty-three years yes, of buildup. I understand. I'm just saying it's kind. Of, it's kind of like something the, that I noticed that it would. I've never like. I'm just saying that right, it but doesn't, you, right. You, and as a I think minister, it's, is that what you're supposed to do? Right, but I think it's. I think this is a different. This is a completely different scenario. One that you probably would will never see because, mm-hmm. like, it's a very you know particular thing where like he's basically having to like give him the a stern talking to by saying hey man you're screwing everybody's mojo up when you come here like i feel like if that was me if i was the minister i would just give i would just be one of those people that gives the same answer repeatedly until the person goes away you know what i mean like if they kept coming to me i'd be like just believe god bless and then just keep saying it and walk away (laughs) so what's the difference between that and and being up front about them being like because then no one can say that you're being rude or mean yeah but you are though you're just being very passive aggressive about it you're being that's someone's interpretation you're not being anything but nice you're just saying uh you know you're just supposed to believe god bless have a good day yeah but there's you've let me be right colton i'm just saying (laughs) at that point though you've at that point you've given up and that is just that's just like a tool for you to get them to go away so it's like there isn't like just because you're saying things that are true or that you believe doesn't mean there's like you know honesty behind what you're saying. You know, do you get what I mean? Yeah, I get what you mean. We just Either need, way. we need someone in here who has more experience with that type of relationship and how they would actually handle it because I guarantee you that's a conversation for those people, you have to prepare for people to question things. Well, I don't think it's necessarily that he's just questioning them. He's, like, intentionally being a pain in the ass. Like, Why, though? Because he's a bitter old man. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's kind of what it is. Like, the, he, they get to it later where he's basically, like, I think they try to imply that, the like, it, like, whatever happened with his wife, I'm assuming she passed away, and the falling out with his daughter... He keeps going there, like thinking like it's gonna, you know, make everything better, and like he calls him out on it later when he's ha- when they're having the conversation about the stuff that goes on later. So I think it's just one of those things where like he, it's part of his routine, and he just kind of goes there, and part of it's beat like it's kind of to beat himself up. I think. All right, let's just move on. <laughs> uh, I get what you're saying. I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong. Because I am agreeing with some of what you're saying. Right. But let's well, just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he gives her, comes back to, ends up coming back to the gym, gives her shit about using the bag. Mm-hmm. Um, she thinks the, the thing they go back to is her, you know, working at the diner, scraping mm-hmm. up any little change she can. She buys oh. her bag. Yeah, and then she like takes someone's steak. Mm-hmm. That that's the first. Eat. That's like the first 
time we see her there before. Yeah, that, and then she's like, it's for my dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was kind of sad. Um, I was going to say, too, when they are having the conversation where they're, he's agreeing to train her, or was it? I think it was in that conversation. There was some conversation they had where he makes a comment of, like, you're not going to cry, are you? Like, he says something... Yeah, I know. Where he says, like, you're not going to cry, are you? And that I did not like. Because that plays into the more of the stereotype right, that we're talking that's, about. That's the whole, right, that's the whole thing. Right. But before you could have just argued, I feel like before you were trying to argue, like, oh, it's more about... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Your face just looked like... No, just what are waiting. you talking about? <laughs> let, me, let me think about this for a second. But I, I thought what you were saying earlier is, like, it was more about just the fact that he doesn't train women. It wasn't that he was like being sexist, but that feels like a sexist stereotype. Oh no, no, you for sure. For sure. That's for sure. That that's the whole basis of him not training women is like, as I'm assuming is, is like, although there, there are other things that I think there's other things contributing for sure. It's just kind of this hard line stance that he's taken his entire career. And I mean, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, Sorry, I didn't. I didn't yeah. perceive what you were saying earlier yeah. that way, but that that just annoyed me watching. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, stupid stereotype that girls cry more than boys when everyone cries. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't even remember why he said that. Like, I don't know if she got hurt or something. No, wasn't that wasn't that when he told her no? no. I don't remember. It was it was during the it was when he was uh it was when they were talking about the bags. It was when he let her keep the bag. Oh. Right? But that was that before he agreed to train her? I thought that was the same conversation. No. I don't think I don't think he agreed to train her until she bought her own bag. Until oh, after she bought yeah. her own bag. So that was two separate conversations. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. No, we're good. <laughs> Um, so yeah, she, they go through that little bit. Basically, I think we can, I think we can kind of jump forward a little bit to when yeah. they start, wor- he starts working She's with in the her. ring. Right. Because, well, they do the whole, <laughs> it ends up being like they only train for like a year and a half or something. And he's yeah. saying like, it's going to take. He says in the like beginning, like, you're too old because yeah, by yeah. the time you can start fighting, you'll be 35. Right. Um, and she's like, well, I've kind of been working at it, and I'm a quick learner. And right. She obviously proves that, but... it I didn't realize how fast, like, the time was supposed to be passing until um, they mentioned, like, it was her... She turned, like, 33, and I was like, oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's why they put that kind of stuff in there, because otherwise... That that way they don't have to do, like, some stupid, like, title card that says <laughs> six months later. Are you, the ones that, are you the one that said you don't like title cards? It just depends, because <laughs> it, it can definitely be overused. Like What was the movie we watched? We were watching The Gray Man on Netflix at your guys' house. Oh, my and God. And every time the scene switched, it was a new country, <laughs> a new location, and they would tell us the location as if it mattered. That was so funny. <laughs> it's like we would go five to ten minutes, get a new location, a new title card location. Well, maybe they wanted to be accurate with, like, the setting. I mean, it doesn't, like, really, I, but, like, I think 
in, in an instance like that with that specific movie. It really doesn't matter. Like, we know they're in a tropical location. They're probably in this area somewhere. <laughs> we know this is a very, like, I don't know. The like, fact that you remember it to this much detail and you had knew the movie right away just shows how bitter you are about it. <laughs> bitter is not the right word. It just stands out because that's the most recent thing where the problem was. Right? <laughs> But you, you just, you had that right there. You were yeah, ready to. But there's just as many, there's just as many good things that I can think of, of of movies that I've watched recently that stick out. Okay. So good and bad stick out. But anyway, when, um, did, we, when did we watch that? By the way, when it, it was around when it came out, so that would have been that was that this year. Or yeah, was... that was this year. Oh, okay. Um, I can't remember. Why yeah, do I, I feel remember. like May? Maybe. Uh, something like that. It was a summer movie, I think. Yeah. Um, but, uh, um, uh, now I have to look. <laughs> I think it was about a May because I want to say it was around like Mother's Day or something. I mean, yeah, that's, uh, it came out in July. Oh, well then so never mind. It would have been after that. So. <laughs> I'm just trying to remember why we were all together. Not that it really matters, but maybe yeah. it was for July 4th. It came out the second week of July. Oh my God. What the fuck? Okay. Or two weeks into July. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Was it that, uh, what was that thing, that gathering oh, we had at the park? Oh, yep, yep, yep. You're right. Anyway. There you go. Just need to crack that case. Sorry, y'all. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, so yeah, the, the, the time jumping is where we left off, right? So they... Very smooth time jumping. Right. They, like, they train for a while, then she's like, she, they finally go and she finally gets into the ring in a sparring match. Like, yeah, kind of gets her first like punch to the face. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, they basically have to. He has to keep on her about protect, like keeping her left hand up to protect her face. Right. And that's kind of like her. That's the first like lesson of the. Yeah. Of, kind of actually the, getting punched. Right, and kind of the motto throughout the whole film of mm-hmm. like always, pro- always protect yourself. Right. That was rule number one. Right. Yep. Is uh, like or whatever like. Rule number one, even though I don't think there was rule number two or three or four. Just, the <laughs> rule number one is just always protect yourself. The golden yourself. rule, if you will, Pro- in boxing. At least protect in, yourself. At least, right, at least according to Frankie here. Yeah. But then we kind of we kind of pretty much see her do like 12 straight Yeah, we go to montage, montage of like early round knockouts. I and, liked that. I liked that. was cool. Right, and then the whole thing with that is she's like building up all this confidence, and he's like, "Hey, you're you're knocking these people out too fast. It's going to make it harder for us to get fights because people don't want to see people want to see fights go the distance, yada yada." Like everybody, I okay, I kind of disagree. <laughs> uh, big title fights, knockouts are crazy, but like for the most for undercard fights, like I think the I think that's kind of the thing yeah i mean i'm not like a you know real fan so i can't say but like i would rather watch a knockout right away than have to sit through like eight rounds of like oh this person got this score because they threw this type of punch like you know and that just because i'm not like a boxing fanatic so it's like more entertaining to see knockouts so Mm -hmm. i like that but i guess that logic makes sense um am i talking too loud no you're good okay um, that logic makes sense because people bet money and like there's a lot of money that goes into it and who's going to pay for a fight that lasts like, two seconds. Right, right. right. That makes ding, sense. Ding, ding, knockout. And like, it's like, oh shit. Well, Watching it on YouTube is great though. Right. right. <laughs> um, so yeah, like that, that's happening. She's building up all this confidence. I think uh, towards the end she fights, uh, 
he puts her up a, at some point he puts her up a weight class is it weight or it just they he puts her up a like he puts her up like into like the next pool i thought it was a weight class i thought they i he thought put it was the like next weight class. he went it went from like different number of rounds or something no she was still doing four round fights okay but i think he put her up into i think he put her up into uh the next uh the next well either way it's the next class i think it's just weight class either way she he puts her up in this next one and that fight she still gets the first round knockout but it's later in the round yeah but um and then you you uh, somewhere in either before just before that or just after that like you find that like he's having to kind of pay these managers other managers to take fights like he's paying out of pocket for them to take these fights so that she can keep fighting so it's very clear that he's not just like with time and effort invested in in her at this point he's like investing his money into her career because he can he hasn't said it outright at this point, but he it's clear through his actions that he sees that she has the potential to be awesome, right? Yeah. Or at least has grown an attachment to her, right? One or the two. And yes. it's kind of you can't know for sure because I don't think he outright says it, but Yeah, I was kinda confused um by him paying people. Like I was like, What? It's, but I get what you're saying now about like investing the career. It's right, and it's it's kind of like a, a bribe's not the right word, probably, but it's kind of like a bribe. It's like a hey, I'll pay you, I'll pay you five hundred bucks up front if you if we make this fight happen. Right. So yeah, and then let's see what else happens through there. I don't, I don't know if ugh, I'm just trying to see. I want to say like, um. She okay. Does the fight with the next, like the next level roundup? I don't know if that happens first or if we see her like go home first. I think I think the the fight the next level fight happens first where she breaks her nose. Yeah, that happens first, and then he does the thing where he shoves the things up. He's okay. like breathing really fast. I wanted to talk about that because uh-huh. I was confused. So I figured she broke her nose Uh because of how much she was bleeding. And then he was like, I could snap it back in place, but I won't stop the bleeding. And oh, I had to like cover my eyes for like Uh that (laughs) back into place. But what I didn't understand is what was he doing that he said breathe in? So basic, I I think, I think this is the case. Don't, I don't know for sure. But I think what was happening was he was shoving the clots up. Having her breathe in so the clots get sucked back, and then he's like, "Okay, you have twenty seconds." Clots? Bef- what do you like mean? Like the like blood clot, the blood clotting, like that. Oh, like I don't know how often you've had bloody noses. Very often because it happens with dryness. So you know, <laughs> so you uh, know yes. the, yes. the the clot. If you can get that to come out, it, you, your bloody nose usually stops shortly after. I never do that. Oh, you should try to do that. It's, no, because they say not to blow your nose. Well, I you just... don't have to. You don't have to blow your nose. Just like if you can, like. Blow your nose. No, 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 no. Like you can, if if you like, if you put like the tissue on your nose just the right way, it'll kind of like, it can, and you hold it in there long enough, it'll get like stuck to it and then just pull out. Ew. But no, I just, I just hold my nose bridge back and then I can feel it like going down my throat. Yeah. That's why I never put my head <laughs> it's back. It's gross. I'm, I'm a head forward person. Well, anything. I think now they actually tell you to put your head forward. Yeah. You, like the head back is, it's just going to drain. I know, that's but that's what you were. I was always taught growing up. But yeah. I think now, now I tend to just hold a tissue there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I don't think there's there's right. Anyway, anyway so 
He told he, her to suck in the blood clots. Yeah, and, and then, then he and then he tells her he's like, "You have to end this fight in twenty seconds, otherwise that blood the blood's just going to start pouring out again, and they're yeah, going to call the fight." What does he say? He said something like, "Oh my god, oh my god." It was it was like a way of saying like explode like that. Otherwise, that's gonna. Oh, it's going to drive me nuts. Well, let's see if it's on the quotes page on IMDb. Because I'm sure sure it is. Oh, boy. Um, Oh, stupid. Trying to find something in page when there's... When there's (laughs) dollar values and things. <laughs> um but I'm also looking but oh god it says like it's he says something like and it's going to uh, hold on the film we are just oops <laughs> I'm trying to find it on YouTube if I had my uh It's better be good. Yeah, it's okay. I don't remember what she what he said, but <laughs> there you go. It's gonna spray. What? He finish. says you've got twenty seconds before this turns into a geyser and sprays all over the front row. <laughs> That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I I thought it was. I knew it was something about like I was not a volcano, but like something that explodes. I just mm-hmm. thought that like it was such a serious, like intense moment of like, all right. And then he just had to be like, before it's a geyser and sprays, which mm-hmm. would have been kind of entertaining. But then right, she... but they were gonna, they would have called the fight, and it would have been over, right? Yeah, because that, that's Why? what the, that, that's Why? what the ref was saying. Like, if you can't get the bleeding to stop and under control, I'm calling the fight. Why? You can't be bleeding over everybody. It's like, and you're like, it's kind of like, like. But everyone bleed. Isn't that literally like? Okay, I'm not saying it's a good thing, but I'm just saying like the the sport. Isn't there it, blood everywhere? There's blood, but you have to keep you have to be able to keep it under control. Like you can't have like an oh like a wide open wound that's okay. just bleeding everywhere. Okay, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I mean makes sense for sure. For sure, it there's just, blood. There's but blood like everywhere. Any, basically, any more than they they can cl- like cover up with Vaseline. That's what they you know, that's what the Vaseline is for. Oh, Putting okay. that on the cuts to keep the blood from. Oh, that's like interesting. I think that's what the, I know. I know that's what it's for. I don't know exactly if, how it what it's doing. I'm pretty sure it's just covering the wound and holding the blood in, kind of like a quick temporary bandage. Yeah. Can I tell you what I thought he was having her do? Hmm. I thought that he put that Vaseline in her nose and told her to inhale it to like suck that up as like a buffer. Hmm. That's what I thought. Or like he put like cotton up there. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. He may have had stuff on the swabs. I don't. I don't. I wasn't paying that close attention. Yeah, but that's what I thought maybe because she was like, "What?" and he's like, "Inhale." <laughs> but that was that was like pretty entertaining. It was like mm-hmm. intense, and then she goes and gets the knockout, and it's like, "Yes." Well, it's kind of, it was the it was a mirror kind of what what happened at the beginning because like the because um, mm-hmm. his other fighter had that injury and he's like okay we gotta end. it was kind of the same thing he's yeah like, we gotta end it now yeah and that's kind of the same thing that happened but yeah it was after it was after this point that uh i don't think i don't think she had gone she hadn't gone to europe yet right europe yeah 
She goes to Europe. Yeah, she goes overseas. They go on like a those the when he gives her the robes that say. Oh yeah, that was overseas. I didn't even catch yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! I knew they traveled to Las Vegas, but I also didn't even know where this movie was supposed to be set. Yeah, I don't remember from the. It's Texas. It's Texas oh. in the beginning. Okay. But no, I, I didn't. Thought. I didn't even realize Wait, she went. Just, to oh Europe. no 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 no! It's Los Angeles. Oh, okay. But she's from Texas, right? And so is what's well, his nuts? She, yeah, she's somewhere in the south. <laughs> but God, I feel stupid. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, yeah. But they go. So yeah, he gives her the Gaelic name on the robes. Yes. It. How do you say that? Mokishle. Uh, Mokishla. Sure. Mokishle. Mokishla. Something, Something like, like that. that. All right. Oh, Jinx. Um, but yeah, that's and then they go when they go. That's part of the thing. Is there like the? I think they're getting like like uh, Scottish, like or Irish, like support basically there. Like when she come when she's coming down. Remember the fight? She's coming down. She's I don't remember which fight it is. It might be the last one. I think it's the Vegas fight at the end. The bagpipes are leading her down the. Mm-hmm. Stairs. Mm-hmm. So, like, they kind of lean into that. Oh, yeah. Well, and he says he's Irish. Frankie's Irish. Well, there you go. I think. That's what I read. Um, yeah, I mean, because, I mean, through the whole thing, he's he's learning Gaelic, right? But, yeah, that's right. Because, but that was kind of glossed over her in Europe because it was like, okay, it was like a sentimental monument that he gave her the robe or whatever but then it's kind of like you just see them chanting her name a bunch of times and well, it's more and when it, it zooms punches. in when it zooms in on crowds and stuff you can hear like accents and things like i know i wasn't paying that close attention right well right i mean and they and later on in the movie she brings it up she's like oh like i traveled the world and... yeah god i'm an idiot anyways so she goes she has all those successful fights she makes all this money and then she Buys her mom a house. Yeah. yeah, that was lovely. Lovely kindness. Act of kindness to do. Right. Um, nothing. I'm, I get very upset when people don't appreciate things mm-hmm. and are not grateful. Not just in movies, in life. Yeah. And I get that was the point. I understand that. But it still is upsetting mm-hmm. um, because I was hoping I I mean, she had touched on it that like she didn't really have a good relationship with her family. But like then when we go see them and, you know, she buys them a house, you'd think you, you kind of maybe think as a viewer like, oh, maybe this is going to repair the, the mm-hmm. torn once torn bond. And then the mom is super ungrateful and is like, now they're going to take my welfare checks away. Mm-hmm. Which, okay. And then the sister was like, JD's not going to be living here. Because I think it was something. He was he, getting out of prison. Yeah, is what was implied. Um, and it just, you could see like on Maggie's face, she was kind of like, okay. But then the thing that's so sad is she, the mom was like, you know, you know they're going to take my welfare checks away. So like, I don't want this house to like be in my name or whatever. And then she kept saying, like, what about my medicine? Like, what about this? And she just kept Maggie saying, kept I'll, being like, I'll send you money. money. I'll send right. you money. And it's like, it's just so sad because it's like she doesn't, at this point, she's an adult. She doesn't owe them right. anything. And clearly, especially with the way they've probably treated her, she doesn't owe them anything. 
but it's like obviously for some people like that blood relation like that that's your family you want to help them even though they've done bad things to you the way the way i read it was she's trying to like i think less i feel it was less of the whole like blood is thicker than water thing and more of the she's just she still so desperately wants like like them to be proud of her well that's what i mean like yeah it's the idea that like but not... family is family and i want my family to love me and be proud of me like you could just if someone if a person treated you like badly like that and they weren't your your blood your family mm-hmm. it's a lot easier to kind of just be like okay like forget you but mm-hmm. when it's your family you keep consistently going back for in hopes of them be eventually being proud or like loving you or something because you've just spent so much of your time of your life like trying to get their approval and even though you don't need it at that point you still want it because it's like what is like clearly she's successful Mm -hmm. at this point so what is getting her mom's approval who is just like sits all day and like is you know Right. What's the word? I don't, I want to be careful with how I say this, but like, you know, like. She's a freeloader on welfare. Basically. Yeah. Yep. Like, I'm, I'm assuming the implication was that she doesn't need the welfare checks. She could probably go get a job and work. Yeah. And then didn't she say in the beginning, like Maggie said in the beginning, like my sister, like, or was it her mom that she said pretends to have a baby or pretends to have something so that she can get welfare? It was... No, it, it was... I think the kid is... I thought, there was a baby there. Right, but I thought it had to do with whose kid it was and who was claiming them in order to get welfare. It was yeah. just like a switcheroo thing that was going on. Yeah. I think it, I think it had to do with the... I think the her mom was claiming the kid for welfare when in reality it was her sister's kid or something, yeah, something so, like that. something like that. Yep. So it was, there was fraud or whatever yeah, going yeah. on. But it, it's like, from an outsider perspective, you're like, why would you want the approval of these people? Like, they, they suck, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, I think that comes back to the idea that, like, because they're your family, you just want their approval, even though, like, from the outside world, you shouldn't need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I had this. Oh, what was the? I had this other thought going into this, and I'm having a hard time finding it now. But um, shoot, nope, lost it. Totally lost it. Well, yeah. If it comes back, we can double back if I think it's important enough. But sure. But that just gives us background on her family and right. the relationship. And you kind of, it's kind of both clarified there that Frankie and Maggie both like don't really have good family relationships. And you can see on that drive back from visiting her family back to LA, like they start to bond a little bit more. Well, r- sorry to interject, but that's another, that's, it shows a point where. Frankie and her relate because yeah. he so desperately wants to get back in touch with his daughter. She so desperately wants to stay 
right with within her family bounds but yes. sorry to I, no that was that was that was it <laughs> okay. i think we can move forward a little bit yep i mean i don't think we need to spend like honestly at this point uh i don't think we need to talk too deeply about any more of the fighting no, I mean, other than other than mentioning big... how big of a dickhead her opponent is, like a cheating punk ass bitch, basically. <laughs> well, they know well, the worst part is they know that going in, they well, know going in that she's a cheater. Then why do you think they? Why did he even let her take that fight? The money, probably. The money was probably a big part of it. Okay, and just the fact that he didn't want—I don't think he wanted to hold her back. I think that was kind of. The... But he was. He kept declining calls, and then suddenly he takes that one. No, he was. I think, uh, like at first, he—I think at first he was. He kept saying like, and then not once, interested. Right, but I think what happened was—I don't know. I don't know. This is—I think I'm making some assumptions here, but um, uh. When she went to eat with, um, gosh, names are Eddie, Eddie, and Eddie had known that that other manager was going to be there, and she kind of reaffirmed her commitment to Frankie. Uh, I would imagine that gets back to Frankie, so like it's, I think that's part of it. Uh, I think. Also, just the opportunity arose because, and obviously, they were doing some negotiating. Mm-hmm. And when he's like 60 40, well, maybe our way. And then, well, that was just his tactic to get them up. I mean, he said it, says it right after. He's like, uh, he's like, they're at 60 40, but they'll come to 50 50. Like, and yeah. And then that's when they end up agreeing to do it. I think that's part of the, I, I don't know if it, I've, I don't know if it happens before or after. It might happen way later. I think actually, I, I think it happens way later in a conversation between Frankie and Eddie where they're talking about, um, uh, and it may happen earlier. I don't remember when it happens, but they're having a conversation about death and dying. I think mm-hmm. it's, well, I think it's later. Um, and he's like, people die. He says something along the lines of like, people die every day. Um, but like not everybody has the chance to say that like they had the, they had, they had the opportunity to fight and they did it. Oh yeah. Something like that. I am totally misquoting it, but that general idea, I think that's what he kind of the mentality he's at when he puts her in that fight. It's like, he's going to, he's not going to hold her back. Like he held back his face and like, it's. It's held, him held back Eddie. Right. It's him kind of coming like coming back from the the decisions that haunted him previously, not just the one of him letting go, but like the one that like with Eddie getting injured and, and that kind of stuff. It's kind of him moving past all that, allowing him allowing her to kind of strut her stuff. Right. No, that I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Didn't they say the the that opponent was like a former prostitute? Uh, maybe I feel like that was in the description, but like that was kind of like random. Like, why did we need to put that in there? But I think it was maybe to a show German like ex prostitute who has a reputation yeah. as an unpunished dirty fighter. Like that's so random, you know, that they threw that in there. Like, what was the point um, of adding that? Maybe, maybe the point is the hard knocks bring up, like or whatever. Like oh. the, you know what I mean? She came from. Like, she came from that to being this furious, or this uh, furious, you know what I mean? This like ferocious, like yeah. big name fighter. I think maybe that's why. Okay. Like they're both coming from these like low, 
like lower positions in life and they've worked up to these like this big like championship million dollar vegas fight all right maybe i don't know that's just my guess but yeah so we see them go toe-to-toe and at first like the opponent is kind of like beating up on maggie and then she kind of beats up on her back in the second round and that's when the elbows come in and the she sneaks like the elbow. Yeah, she sneaks crap. the elbow, and the refs like sneaks, stop sneaks. pulling she pulling right. that shit, or you're gonna be disqualified. Yep. And then they go in again, and Maggie's like, she goes for the back, the yeah. Sur- yeah the nerve. That's, that's a that's a dirty hit. <laughs> yeah. Basically, he's like, if if this is how it's going, we're gonna do it right, right. back. Right. So he, she does that, and then they it's the end of the round, and this is where everything goes. Haywire. Mm-hmm. Um, what happens, Colton? <laughs> so she gets uh, Maggie knocks her opponent down, and the round ends. And as she turns to go back to her corner, uh, the opponent gets up and sucker punches her, mm-hmm. like from behind, and she falls down. And he, they had already taken the stool out, mm-hmm. and he reaches, tries to pull the stool back. Because, oh, that's what he was doing. Yeah, he was trying to get it out of the way. Okay. Because he knew she was falling towards it. Yeah. Doesn't get it out of the way. <laughs> Cracks her neck on the stool. <laughs> Sorry, this is a sound effect. Um, And, uh, yeah, and then that's where we go. And you have a moment where you think maybe she's dead or, like, what What just happened? See, it's hard for me to – it's hard for me. I, I think it was – Okay, so I knew that happened, and then I knew kind of the rest of the movie. And I, after seeing more of the rest of the movie, this watch, I have seen a lot of the end of this movie. Mm-hmm. So, like, I going into it, it wasn't super blank slate for me, just for the record. Um, but okay. so, like, it it was that kind of particular thought that oh shit, she's dead thing wasn't there. Well, I just mean like the Fucked, way screwed. okay because of. <laughs> Because of the last movie, the boxing movie Creed, hmm. someone did die in the ring. So, like, Apostle... Mm. No, Apollo. <laughs> Apostle, Apollo. Jesus. That's not what I meant. Uh-huh. Apollo Creed. Like, it's referenced that he died in the ring. So, clearly it's not that that crazy. And the way right. that her body just, like, goes limp. But, like, it just for, like, a split second, I was like, oh, my God, is she dead? Like, it was like, I just, mm-hmm. I didn't yep. know what was going on. But then you see, like, her vision blurring, so clearly she, that was supposed to be from her perspective, right. so she's not dead, but something's been happening. Mm-hmm. Um, And then do they just, like, show her in the hospital bed? Uh, Yeah, she, like, she, it's her, like, coming out, like, coming out of it with the ventilator and everything, and which... Is slightly problematic for the rest of the movie, her being on that ventilator. Because I'm pretty sure the way those work, I don't think you can talk when you have those in. Yeah, well, I also got confused because later it was only in her neck, but then some of the other times it was, like, up through her nose. That's different stuff. Like, if the, like, I, I I wasn't paying super close attention, but if she's got the ventilator on her throat... The thing going up through her... If she had something going up through her nose, it's probably a feeding tube. Oh, okay. Anyway, I thought that was, like, oxygen or something. I mean, I could be wrong, but, like, just 
speaking from experience i know that there's people who had like that's how they insert feeding tubes yeah that, that could make, that i don't know if that's how it works when you're on a ventilator but, but yeah that uh, was, I, I that, get what you're saying. that was a little bit of that was a slight little bit of like i i don't want to say it took me out of it but it's like uh, i don't think she's supposed to be able to talk with that thing in well but that would i mean yes boring. i know i know i know i'm aware i'm aware I'm yeah aware. no but technicality i get what you're saying but then we we i had to okay i'm not gonna lie I cheated a little bit when I watched the movie and I Googled because I was like, what just happened? And so I, that's how I knew exactly how bad it was because then I saw it. It said, breaking her neck and leaving her a ventilator dependent quadriplegic. Quadriplegic, yep. Quadriplegic, um, which I knew meant paralysis. So meaning... It's for all four of your, like, I'm pretty sure quad, quadriplegic, I think it means all four limbs. of your limbs are just... But literally, in a, like, everything from, like, her head down, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is just, like, that's crazy. Yeah, it is a rough go for the rest of the movie for her. Yeah. Not and, just physically, but emotionally, too, with yeah. her vulture family. Well, yeah, I mean, pretty much not... Okay, stuff happens after that, but I'd say there's three main things that happen that we can go into. There's the family coming, there's um, Eddie and Danger and that other guy. Yeah. Um's moment in the yep. boxing ring, and there's the ending. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to talk about the the Eddie okay. like yep. first. So. I was so upset when, what is his name again? Anthony Mackie's character. What we just said it before. Sherelle. Sherelle, when he's like, "Oh, like the toilets clogged or whatever," and then, well, like, did you perceive that as like a setup to get yeah. him out? Okay, I was correct in thinking that. So that was to like get him to be distracted so they could beat the shit out of danger. But were they? Was that like like? Do you think they were like danger? Let's fight. And danger said yes, but then he just was losing. Yeah, that's probably what it was. Hey, let's let's do a little sparring, and he's been dying to do that, right? Right. So then they get up there, and then they just he starts beating the shit out of him. Yeah, and that I I I watched that, and I was like, oh no, like I knew that was coming, mm-hmm. or like I I I just when I saw them when it it flashed right, back right. to him in the ring, I was like, oh no, they set him up. Um, but I loved Eddie coming back out and kind of showing him like he kind of tells danger like you did good like right. i like that he like hypes him up and then he's like can i borrow this and then he like basically throws a few punches and lands really one good one and knocks him out knocks a tooth out knocks him yeah knocks him down and then when he falls down a tooth comes out bare knuckles him and i liked the 110 yeah yeah because that was his 110th fight yeah. i was like oh love it mm-hmm so that was that was a good moment. I thought that was a good, like, I love it when people get taught a lesson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that kid had it coming. Right. He was, needed to be humbled. Yep. And then, uh, let me go back to the... The fam. Shit fam. <laughs> at, they check in to the hotel and spend six days at Universal. Just partying it up so who was paying for that her okay like maggie for sure so annoying. yep and they bring the lawyer up to get her to sign over all her shit which 
was a little confusing to me because unless she had, and I, there's might be laws, I don't know. And they may have mentioned it in the movie, but if she were to die, wouldn't her stuff go to them anyway? Or is that just to sure it up? So like somebody else doesn't do the same thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I think maybe to sure it up, but also I think they want they didn't know how long she was gonna like yeah. be like in that condition. So I think they wanted her to hand it over now, since they were probably like, "Well, you can't use it, your it, money I th- anymore." I thought so. it was in the in uh, in the event of her death. That that's like what the thing was. I, I could feel, be I, I feel, could be wrong, but I would I, mean, I thought that's what it was. Maybe, but that that wouldn't make sense to me. I feel like they uh, wanted to use her Their money sole now. concern is to get Maggie's assets transferred to them. Yeah. Either way, it doesn't. Either way, it doesn't excuse. What, yeah, they like, were, I mean, obviously that's not what you know what I mean. <laughs> no, you know they were. Bottom line is they were trying to take her money. Yep. And at first, you think like, like I, I, I liked that Frankie went in there and was like, okay, like I'll read it to her. Like, go away. Yeah, yeah. And he had then, her back, but obviously yeah, there's then only she so much you like, can do. This is a family matter, like, get out, essentially, Mm -hmm. which I thought was weird. Like, why'd she do that? And then later she's like, okay, mama, like, explain it to me. And then what is the mom's, like, what was the reason? Like, I can't remember what the trigger was for, like, her to drop the pen. Wasn't it a, wasn't it like a... Oh shoot! Wasn't it something along the lines of like making making her dad proud or? Oh, oh she no! Asked she her... asked if she's seen the fight. Yeah, we had the realization at the she same time. Fight and, she's like... and she was like, "No, you know, I don't like that stuff or whatever." Right. She says, "Like, I don't. That's I don't support you in that." Because also, when she had seen her the first time, she was like, "Everyone laughs at you right. for fighting or whatever." So clearly, she was not supportive at all. And I think that was her realization of like. These people don't give a shit about me. Yeah. And so I'm not going to give it to you. Also, like the fact that they were going to have her sign it with her mouth. Like that's, I mean, I guess that was maybe to show like their pleading desperation. Right. At the same time, like not to, again, that's for, I agree, I agree with you. I think that's yeah. what it was. But I'm pretty sure like people in that scenario, especially if they're sound of mind, that's how they have to do it. Well, but I think there's scenarios where you could, you could be like present a notary, and someone could like, sign, like stamp or something yeah, on your behalf. Yeah, like a notary, like probably a notary and a witness. That because like, I've can, been present for yeah. scenarios where people can't sign their name and they have a stamp to do it. Okay, so that yeah, that's probably a notary, like a notary situation, notary and a witness yeah. that can attest to that, and yada yada. Yeah, you're right. Right. But I have so, seen, but just in a in a slightly more. Uh, a uplifting theme or like kind of spin on this type of scenario like there's been there's been in like games media like in the last few years a lot of people in similar positions as her not not like the ventilator like keeping them alive sort of deal but like there's been some like gamers that have popped up where they've like invented controllers for video games that you they can 100 percent control with just their mouth and their head whoa so like they're like they're paralyzed from the neck down or they have no fine motor skills anywhere else but they can like kick ass in video games with just their like mouth and that's this, cool like, like and they're the controllers are like there's tubes 
mm-hmm. and like uh, like blowing through a tube is like one button, and then sucking mm. through the t- same tube is another button, and then there's That's like cool. it, the whole thing is on like a joystick for like certain stuff. And yeah. yeah, it's pretty dope. Wow, look at the technology. accessibility. Yeah, yeah, it has evolved to make things more accessible. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. But anyway, back to the sad. Back to big sad. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, then we get to the big sad because. It's it's not long after that. Well, bef- uh, it's not long after that she has a conversation with Frankie. Yeah, and she says I've, she says it without saying it. Right. She's like, I've done it all. Like, I'm asking you to do this. I want to, which that is called something. What is it called when you want to like have them medically like de- like? Well, I I think I think a common the common way our, our common way of saying it is assisted suicide. No. No. But well, I mean, you might be right, but that's not what I'm thinking of. I think it's called euthanize. Euthanasia, assisted, assisted. But is I know euthanize is for animals, but is that well, for people too? I don't think it's necessarily. I don't. I don't know that it doesn't seem like something that they would use. What? I don't think that's a <laughs> phrasing they would generally use. Who wouldn't? Like a physician. Euthanasia. Like, it says putting a living being, especially a dog or a cat, to death humanely. Yeah, I'm just saying I don't know if that's generally a way they would use it for a human. Say it for a human being. I guess maybe it is physician assisted suicide. Maybe it is okay. You're right. Maybe sorry. No, I mean it's physician assisted suicide. There's Anyways, probably multiple. I mean, I think I looked it up last night. I think it's legal in a handful of states. Yeah, I think it is, but um, it's. Have you seen the movie Me Before You? I think so. I think in that movie, I've seen that a long time ago, so not very fresh in my memory, but it's with Amelia Clark. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It's, he is like, I think, paralyzed, mm-hmm. at least from the, like, I think the waist down. I, I can't remember if he has like. He's in a mobility chair, so like he can steer himself around. So he can use his hands. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And his arms too? I don't know. Whatever. He's bound to a motorized chair. And he kind of like had this thing where he was like, I want to, I think he like gets like physician assisted suicide because he doesn't want to live like that anymore. So that's kind of the same thing is what I'm getting at. But in that movie, it was a big thing where like Amelia Clark's character like falls in love with him. And she's like, like, how could you do this? You're so selfish. Um, and that's like the whole, you know, plot of that movie. But in this movie, like, can you blame her? Right, right. Like, no, I, I, I feel like I, it's sad, but it's like, I get it. Right. Like, I, think I feel like yeah. I would feel the same way if I was in that position. I think that's the, I think that's the vibe. That's the, the goal. Um, just to, just because I scrolled down to the bottom of the assisted suicide um, Wikipedia page. <laughs> Uh, euthanasia is, um, is the person dying doesn't directly bring about their own death, but is killed in order to stop them from experiencing more suffering. Mm. So so there's voluntary euthanasia. Okay. So that's the, that's what I was thinking of, but yours is probably the correct, like medical term. Anyway. Anyway. So she kind of asks Frankie and he's like, like no, no, like right. I can't, you can't ask me to do that. 
And then what does she do? Tries to bite her tongue off to drown herself in her own blood. That was so gross. Like yeah. the like the scene itself was so graphic. Right. Like the just the amount of blood and then like he I, I knew it wasn't gonna be good when he got the phone call yeah. in the middle of the night and then I just that blood looked so real. That's what was so gross about it is the graphic nature. But it's also like so sad because it's right. like she's so desperate. Right. Well I mean at that point they they took her leg. And she had all these Oh, they other did bed- do that yeah. amputation and thing. Okay. All the, all we also all, forgot like, to talk about that, how yeah, she had the, the bed sores. The bed sores and the, the one that took, they took her leg for and stuff. And I didn't even realize that they did that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's when she had the conversation with them. She's like, they took my leg. Like, oh, sorry. I missed that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, she, he, and he tells her, like, doesn't he like go up to her and he's like, stop, like stop biting or whatever. Yeah. And then they end up just sedating her and. Yeah. And then basically the plan from then on is to indefinitely um, sedate her so she doesn't try to, I mean, like do it again. And it's at that point that Frankie's like, that's when he starts wrestling with it more and he goes to the church and has the conversation with the, the priest. And he's like, you, you, what are you talking about? You can't do that. Like, Yeah. It actually like makes me a little like emotional thinking about it because it's like, so sad that they were gonna just like sedate her and have her sit there mm-hmm. for i mean because she's what like 35 probably yeah, at this point somewhere in there. it's like she's probably gonna live for like a lot longer and it's like they're just gonna sedate her for years yeah like that's yeah yeah pretty much i mean obviously complications would could and most likely would have arised so i don't think it's like she would have been living to like 80 or anything no but, but probably a decent while right longer. right right so that that was just like really sad, mm-hmm. but then he kind of, even though the priest tells him like, you shouldn't do this because you won't be able to come back from this. Essentially, mm-hmm. he it's weirdly like the priest telling him not to do it gave him clarity of like, okay, There's, right? He's like, he's like, oh, I basically gave up on that a long time ago. Like, if that's what you're. Like, that's a vibe I got with the whole, there's never, there's no coming back from this sort of yeah. thing. Like, I think this is kind of like, a, at this point, like, she's the last thing he's got that he actually cares about. Yes, he's got Eddie, but, like, I, I think Eddie's just, is just in his life. I don't think he necessarily, right. like, has an attachment to Eddie. Obviously, he doesn't have an attachment to mm-hmm. Eddie, but I think this is kind of like the... What is it? What's the expression? The straw, the straw that broke the camel's back, or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. I think this is kind of just that last thing for him, where he's. Yeah. Well, and, it, and I mean, weirdly, I think if you um, love, like, if you love someone that much, it's like you don't want to see them in pain, mm-hmm. and you want to do what's. That's actually a big part of, like, social work mm-hmm. is like. Which, by the way, everyone, that's my major, so that's why I'm bringing this up. But not the type of social work I want to go into, but there is a type of social work that specifically deals with, like, end-of-life care. And your whole job, like, or not whole job, part of your job is advocating for what the client wants. So, mm-hmm. like, if the client does not want to keep trying things to, like, right. help save them, you're supposed to help like advocate for those things rather than listen to the family who's like do whatever you can to save them blah 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 blah. so and it's like family's obviously not coming from a bad place but it's like at some point you got to do i think what the the person wants like so but it's hard because like 
I'm, have you ever been in that situation where like you hear someone say like I've heard that before where someone like went through like a big trauma typically with older people it's like something happens with them and then they're kind of like I just want to be done so I've got I've got two stories I'll tell you one of them right now I'll tell you the other one later okay um my uh so my grandparents have uh like DNR you know, oh do, yeah, do not, not resuscitate. resuscitate. So does my grandma. So I was kind of like my grandpa. My grandpa died a couple years ago. I think it was a couple years ago already. Um, and they have, like I said, they have DNR. I feel like I remember that. They, the, but maybe not. <laughs> when the ambulance came, my grandma still had like they still tried to resuscitate him. I don't know. I don't know what happened mm-hmm. in the timing, but they tried to. What was what happened? A heart attack. Oh okay. Um. And I remember hearing that, hearing uh, being told that, and hopefully I'm not s- speaking out of accuracy. But after being told that they tried to resuscitate him, that actually kind of made me a little like kind of uneasy. Like, yeah, it kind of weirded out of it. It's like, oh, wait a minute, I don't think that's what he would have wanted. Yeah, well, like you're not honoring their right wishes, and just knowing, just kind of knowing my knowing my grandpa too, where like at that point he was on like a bunch, of, he was on a bunch of medication, and the doctors were telling him he needs to like you know he needs to like basically not do anything he needs to relax and sit around all day and there were the one of the last times i was over there he made a he made a comment about he made a comment about like if i he's like if i did anything less i'd be dead already anyway so what's the point yeah like he was like he's like they already got me doing nothing like i can't do anything less than nothing right but uh like i actually think that's illegal to like not honor someone's do not resuscitate yeah i don't like that's where i'm not sure how it works when it comes to like spousal approvals well uh, yeah i don't know i, I don't know works, the but... type like there might be exceptions but i right. think baseline that is mm-hmm. why else make that an official agreement right, right. if it's not like it's, it's like it's like uh somebody uh somebody doesn't have organ donor on their license but you still right it's kind of like a... it's not a preference it's like you know you're making right. that decision right. um but yeah, I mean, my grandma when she was recently in the hospital, she had the the do not the DNR do not resuscitate band, and I was like, what is that? Mm. And then she explained it or whatever. Yeah. But um, I think, like, I, I I wonder. I'm curious if people think this movie like think he sh- like have seen this movie and think he shouldn't have done it. I'm sure there are, but I think. Do you feel that way? No, no. I think the way it played out is the way it should have played out. Like, because. Are like for the movie for sure. Like I'm not necessarily saying the way he did it is the way that you're supposed to do it because that's <laughs> definitely not what you're supposed to do. But I think in terms of sympathy towards the characters for sure, because yeah, you're definitely you definitely shouldn't break into this you know oh, assisted oh. living place, you know unhook somebody's shit and just murk them. That's definitely not what should happen. Like, well, what? So okay, but let's clarify. So he. He decides to to do it, and mm-hmm. then he takes her oxygen off. Yep. Couldn't that have been enough? So I think the I think the idea was, um, to expedite the process. I think. Oh, okay. Because otherwise, that would have been like too so you're long. Suffocating. Right. You're basically just sitting there, and your lungs aren't doing anything, and you're just dying. Until okay. you run out of oxygen. Well, I didn't know. I, I didn't know I'm, like the stuff he injected her with. I have a little issue with that too. Well, but. that's what I didn't know. Like that—that that made it seem like it was really quick 
because how like right, he was still it, putting it in and right, it was and it already beeping. Line, right. So that's what I'm saying. That must like was that like hard drugs? Like, it was, what was that? They say I'm pretty sure they say it's adrenaline, which is where my issue comes because oh. I'm her heart rate and shit would spike before it flatlined. Like all that shit would <laughs> amplify and pump up the technicalities. And, like, yeah, it's I you mean can, yeah, you can do that. You can put adrenaline. That's that's like a thing that you can. Well, it's, how do you get how do you get adrenaline like in that form? I thought your body just makes that. Well, just like any, it's just like any other like thing, right? Just like any other like kind of chemical compound. But you how can do they make it? How do they do that? I don't know. I don't know how <laughs> adrenaline is synthesized. Well, I'm just curious. Like, how did he even have that? How is adrenaline produced? No, it, didn't he get you it? Don't didn't need he to... get? No, I'm curious. Okay. Didn't he get it from? Uh, did he, he take it from Eddie? He had. They but, had it at the gym. But why? How do they have it at the gym? You give it to people? Is it like a? Is it like a sports? It might like... be like a. It, it it might might have been there as a tool to like as like an emergency kit tool sort of a thing. I don't know that. I don't remember because I thought he just got it out of a locker. Yeah. What's it called when epinephrine? Sport... No. Is, no. 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 Sorry. That I was just <laughs> that came into my head. I think that's like a form of. Like oh. A... Okay. But anyway, I know what that what's, is. What's it called? Yeah. It is when epinephrine. sports people like take drugs, like performance enhancing drugs. Oh. Yeah. Is that like what? That would it be? Uh, I think in this instance, I think in boxing it probably could be, but okay. it seems like it'd be super dangerous to do that. Am I crazy that that's called doping? Isn't that it, called doping? Doping, yeah, that's like st- taking steroids. Steroids, yep. that's the word. <laughs> okay. So, duh, duh, duh. epinephrine is a hormone and medication. Uh, increases blood flow to the muscles, heart output, uh, pupil dilation response, and blood sugar levels. So yeah, basically juices like like gets you amped up. Yeah, but he, he gives her like a shit ton. Yeah, well, and they say that in the in the um over what's it called voiceover, mm-hmm. and he's like he gave her like you know four times right. the amount necessary to make sure that it right. went fast. Um, and then you kind of just like he walks out of the hospital, and Eddie s- saw him do that, right? Mm-hmm. Eddie was there, I think so. And he walks out, and he let Eddie like kind of basically says like I never saw him again. Yeah, he never came back to the gym or anything. Never came back to the gym. And then we see him at the diner, like as the credits are about to roll, which is the diner that he went with. I think it's went- just. I thought I- it was just a random diner. No, I think that's where he went with her, where they got the nice pie. Yeah, I knew there was a thing about the lemon meringue pie. Which, that's gross pie. But anyway, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that was... Ca- I couldn't I couldn't remember if it was that specific diner. I really don't think it matters. Okay, anyway. I thought it might have been insignificant because it's like, oh, he was like going there to like be with her in a way, like connect with her. It was something that they shared together, you know? But anyway, then you kind of reveal, it. the last like big reveal is that Eddie is like writing a letter to Frankie's daughter, being like, "This is I how, thought this you is should who your know dad is. all of yeah. this." Um, so yeah, but I it's weird because I felt I don't know how else they could have ended it because like I think they actually like I thought the ending was like good, like they did it well, but I just weirdly, oops, weirdly I just felt like. I guess there's just no way of getting around like the ending being sad. 
Right. Like there's no way of getting around that because even if you had ended the movie like with her alive, it's like, okay, well, it's still sad. You know, like right. I, I think they, they did a good job, but it was just sad. Mm-hmm. It was, I, I actually, uh, before we were just, we were just about to get to the part uh, where she gets into, where she has the incident. And I started laughing and uh, Bernie had come back into the living room and she asked what I was laughing about. I'm like, last week when we were talking, we had literally had a conversation about uh, feel good movies and, and like happy yeah, we endings. Did. <laughs> we did. Which is why I've, I'm trying to learn to accept that like not every movie is going to end that way, but mostly I, sports movies are commonly feel good movies. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a sports movie that ends. Well, actually, that's a lie. Remember the Titans ends in tragedy, but like, well, that's up for debate. We can debate that when that movie comes. But it's like, it's tragedy slash like victory. This is just like complete tragedy. Yeah. So I understand that that's life. So like, I'm fine mm-hmm. watching that. But like, now I just feel like I had a bad day because the movie was sad. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think that's that's kind of like the sign of a, that's it's a sign of a, like a good impactful movie. Like yeah. it's. A powerful film, if you yeah. will. Yeah, I think uh, I think we hit pretty much everything. I mean, I the only thing we we skipped over was like him explain uh, telling her what uh, the 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 Gaelic phrase was. Oh yeah, that was so cute. Yeah. What what was it again? Uh, my darling and my blood. Jesus, I keep hitting the mic. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. Say it again. My darling and my blood. Yeah, that was really yeah. sad. And then you see like the tear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was really sad. That's what got me. That's what made me... his acting in that scene was really good. Yeah. Um, not to if you like if you like if you liked his character and how he played his character in this movie. I didn't really like his character. <laughs> I just meant. I mean, like right his, I meant his. I meant his like acting. And, okay. Like, his style. <laughs> like, it's pretty much carbon copied. In every character he plays from then. So he, now. what you're saying is he Grizz- doesn't have very much range. Uh, <laughs> I'll give him a pass in his old age. Well, and he's and just, his... he's done so much work that it's like, okay, well, proof is in the pudding. He can do one thing yeah, really, really well. His, he's made a bunch of money. Right. And he's got, in in the in his movies that he's directed, he's he has a track record of doing pretty well. So, I mean, you can't, you can't fault it too much, but. Like his last couple movies, I'm pretty sure are very, very, very similar in what they do. But let's just quick, uh, just while we're on him and his successes, I'm just quickly looking here. So he was as an as a director nominated in 2015 for uh, um, best motion picture, uh, American Sniper, Bradley Cooper. Oh my gosh, I've seen that. And he directed that. Wow. Um, we should rewatch that for this because I haven't seen that in a long time. Mm-hmm. And I have like vague memories. But I know that that's like, that's like based on a real yeah. story. Yep, Chris Kyle. Yep. I think that's yeah. the name. But yeah, he's got, so let's see. I'll, I'm not going to name them. I'll just go through them. He's got one, two, three, uh, four, five. He has five Best Picture nominees wow. as a director. 
dating back to 1993. I also see that this one best picture, this movie won mm-hmm. best picture, best director, best actress, and, and best supporting. supporting actor. Yep. But yeah, I mean, she just she's slaying. You know what I mean? It's... I just think she did a great job. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's uh, can roll into our couple of segments. Yeah, um, I am kind of annoyed with myself because there was a quote that I liked, and now I can't remember it, Um, but it was something to the effect when she's, she, he's kind of, when Frankie's kind of telling Maggie, like, you're, like, I'm not going to train you, you're not, I yeah, like, just is telling her no. And then she's kind of like, oh, are you, and she's explaining all the issues with her parents. She's like, so are you going to tell me to like move back to Texas and like sit on my, like buy a trailer and only eat Oreos or something? Mm -hmm. And I don't know. It just felt like, not like out of character, but like weirdly that felt like unexpected. Like the, that conversation. I don't know. I think I'm messing this up, and we should just skip it. But <laughs> no, no. I mean, it. Just, I guess it. Um, I'm not I, articulate today, guys. Shit happens. <laughs> I guess. Like, what do you like? So he's trying to tell her no, and then she's like, "What else? My like? Oh, so you just you think I should just give up and move back and yeah, and do like this stuff and essentially like do nothing with my life and then and isn't he like doesn't he kind of say no 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 that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying that i i'm not gonna do this because doesn't he isn't it in that same conversation where it's like we can i'll help you find a manager but yeah. i'm not gonna train you yeah but it just like i don't know why i remember like kind of chuckling at that a little bit but i don't know i want to look at the like favorite quotes list and see if any of them jump out to me from like re-looking at them because i feel like there was other ones uh. I'm scrolling through there too. Uh, I I like this part when she was hitting the bags, and this is their first little lesson or whatever on the speed bag. And he tells her to hit the bag, and she just slams it. And he's like, "Stop!" She asks, uh, "What I do wrong?" He's like, "Okay, you did two things wrong. One is you asked the question. Two, you asked another question." Oh yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. But I don't oh, that when he when he's talking to uh, Father Horvack about. Uh, He's giving him shit about the um uh snap crackle pop bit where he's talking where he's basically calling out the calling out the idea of faith or whatever. And then mm-hmm. he's like most people figure out by kindergarten what faith is. Like giving they're giving each other shit back and forth. Like the father's like, I've had enough of your crap basically and he just keeps, you know, digging in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I, there wasn't any like in particular that like were like exceptional in the movie. Like overall, the script was like pretty good. I the one interaction that I was confused about is the interaction that Frankie and Eddie had, where they're talking about the holes in his socks. Mm-hmm. What was the point of that scene? So, like. It's. I think it's one of those things where, like, everybody has, like, it's just, I think it's con- just contrasting their characters and the things that they, like, like, Frankie is, like, 
you know, he's all about order and kind of like following kind of things the way they should go. Mm-hmm. Whereas Eddie's like kind of just like, hey, like it really doesn't matter. Like, like he was talking, like because he had said the thing. He's like, I don't. I give you money that like yeah that he you says, can go. Did I give you? Didn't I give you money for some new ones? And then Eddie's like, these are my sleeping socks. My feet like a little air, air at night. Yep. How come you're wearing them in the daytime? Because my daytime socks got too many holes in them. Like, I just didn't understand that. I think think part of that is, I I think he says it. I don't know if it's in that conversation or in a later conversation. He uh, says something about spending the money at the tracks, like gambling. Oh, so like he'd rather he did say tracks, but I didn't right. I didn't know what that meant. So like he'd rather he like that's where he's spending the money. He doesn't he doesn't care about buying socks or having a nice place to live. Okay, he, like because even if he had the money, that's not where, excuse me, that's not where Jeez. he would that's not where he would uh, spend it. Okay, um, here I have a good one. Mm-hmm. Frankie says, "So is Jesus a demigod?" And Father Horvath says, "There are no demigods, you fucking pagan." <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of funny yeah it's just it's it's one of those things where like basically the any of the like quotable lines from or are from frankie for the most part and they're just grizzled kind of you know old man quips basically i want you to jab right in the tits until they turn blue and fall off <laughs> yeah yeah i think good. yeah i think in terms of terms of quotes it's just it's a i don't think any one was better than another and just a bunch of, like i said a bunch of those quick for me it's just a bunch of those quip or quick old man grussled old man quips yeah but uh as for our spin-off and kill-off what yeah. are your thoughts there um spin-off would be i would just like to see the backstory of frankie and his daughter i was curious like about their relationship or i would like to see like eddie eddie's like backstory as a boxer with frankie like seeing that whole Mm -hmm. experience um getting the the boot just because i felt like that wasn't really relevant was like the two extra boxers in the gym like i think we could have done without that and i don't really have a strong opinion it's just i couldn't think of anything anyone else to like kill off so i think if i had to boot somebody it would be both of them because i don't think you could have one without the other i think i i I agree with you i think the i think basically that the weird little side story of this the stuff going on in the gym with uh, danger and all that stuff. I the, the, I feel like the only reason that existed was for the pay, the little bit of payoff for Eddie at the end, right? Like I and that's I, it was a lot of time put into that just for just that for payoff. that yeah. yeah that felt unnecessary so, right I like had it not been there at all I don't even think I don't I don't I don't like, think it would have, have taken too much it? away from it yeah like I don't like I don't think so I don't think. I don't even think Eddie really needed that like validation to pay off. He had already settled into what, who he was and how he was. I don't right. think he needed that. I don't think that was something hanging over him. Yeah. But, and, but so I think, yeah, I agree with you for sure for the kill off for that <laughs> bit of the kill off bit. But in terms of any kind of spinoff, you know, 
I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think. You normally always have really good answers for these. <laughs> I like the, I like the, no pressure. I like the, the, like Eddie, Eddie in his prime, like bit. idea. Yeah. And Weren't then, you curious about the falling out with the daughter? Like what happened? Yeah, I don't know. My my assumption is that it had to do with the like I'm ass, again, I'm assuming that his like whether it was wife or just the mother of the daughter is dead, had passed away. And I'm assuming that's where the fallout happened. But what happened to the point where like if I just like don't... the return to sender letters, that means doesn't that mean he has the wrong address? Um, it just, I don't know. It depends. I don't, I don't know if, I think, I think you can mark postage as return to sender. Oh, okay. I don't know if, I don't know if you can like set something up with the post office where they just like automatically, if you get something from, I don't know if that's a thing. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't know if it, I don't know if that, it, it would turn it into a completely different like thing to where like it would almost be more beneficial just to tell a completely new story about that sort of a relationship thing. Yeah. Because I don't know as if it would necessarily like I don't know if th- in this specific world if it would be enough to carry it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. But that's just again my opinion. Yeah. I just I- thought like a scene with like the daughter at the end like could have been nice. Like, you know, he shows up on his daughter's doorstep after I you know, think Maggie dies or something. I think, I think one of the like the main themes or the I think one of the main themes is consequences of your choices, right? I think at least, and I think that's part of his character arc is like he's paying for all the all the things good and bad that have ever happened to him, right? But um, just a last note that I'll throw onto here, um, no forced romance arc anywhere to be seen oh yeah and i'm pretty sure that's consistent in in his movies and i think that's because you know he's a 70 at this point 74 year old man up to now he's however old he is now 92 you know all these movies that he's had in here i don't think he i don't he's not the guy that's going to put that in his movies but wow i didn't even notice that but that just shows that you don't need it right exactly but i I liked it because it was more focused on like a father-daughter relationship, I guess. Right. I mean, and I think I think it would be fair to say that, like you, like you could potentially see it without even that, without the father-daughter bit, and more just like this mutual, you know, respect-filled relationship. I suppose. Like, obviously, for sure, there's father-daughter, the father-daughter aspect because it's there because the whole thing with his. Well, they don't have a. He doesn't have a daughter, and her dad died. Right. right. (laughs) So it's like, and just naturally with the age gap and how the relationship works. Right. 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 But yeah, that that's a good that's a good note. Good final note. Mm -hmm. And now we'll get into into a wheel spin spinning for next week. So should we recap what's on there? Yeah, we'll recap what's on there, and and you got to tell us what you're adding. Yep. Do you Um, have a movie picked out? I think so. I didn't, and then I did, and then I didn't, and then I think I know what I'm going to put on, and I don't think... It's nothing groundbreaking. None of my choices have been. Because I don't... I don't know. I'm just hesitant. (laughs) Way to sell yourself short. No, I'm hesitant to pick some of, like, the really, really big ones. Why? That's a good question. (laughs) 
I think <laughs> I I think part of it is I want to pick stuff I'm I've been trying to for the most part pick stuff I'm less familiar with even if I've oh, seen it. Oh yeah. Even That's if I've fair. seen it just stuff I'm not like if like I'm not going to like if I put the matrix on there like I we had briefly oh, yeah. talked about before like I know that movie inside and out. So like it it would the be matrix. kind of like it would be kind of like back to the future, you know, back to the future like I'm it's a right. movie I've seen a million times. Right. Which again there's nothing wrong with that. It's just I think uh some of our conversations, I think, can like are they're a little more in, not involved, challenging, but you know what I mean, right? You lost me at the last. Part. I don't have <laughs> I don't have this like this like long opinion built up already. Oh yeah, it's something well, that I've kind of had to think about recently right. and haven't had ingrained. Yeah, well, and if it's a movie you've seen a bunch of times, like you either have a lot of opinions or and you and you probably have like exhausted them because you've seen it so many times or you've talked about it in your personal life or like thinking about it already that it's like are there a lot of new opinions to like bring to the podcast? Right. But anyway, so what did you end up picking? Um I can't do a drum roll with my mouth. <laughs> let's go. Let's go through our. Let's go through our picks first, because I want to confirm whether or not Here's this is what roll. I want to pick. Yeah, there you go. That's a good drum roll. Um. Yeah, let's go. Let's go through our. Let's go through the ones that are already on there first, because I think I'm about to change my mind. Um. <laughs> so for me, uh, there's Slumdog Millionaire. There's. Oh crap. Uh, Slumdog Millionaire, Spirited Away. I don't think we're, we we were even, were we? Didn't you have one extra? Uh, I think so. So I had uh, okay. So Slumdog Millionaire, Spirited Away. Uh, um, we just got rid of Million Dollar Baby. Yep. Um, Dirty Dancing. Yep. Uh, Spider Man. Yep. And then I think last week I put on there. Remember the Titans. Yeah, I think so yep i did okay so yeah there's the there are were the six that were on there so now we're i'm replacing million dollar baby so you only had two on there i think so okay um do i want to go with this one or not how do you feel about disaster movies like what do you mean like uh do you ever see like apocalyptic, like yeah, world's yeah. ending movies, kind of, yeah. But like, yeah, yeah, for sure, those kinds of movies. And I'm just specifically weather related in this context, or like freak occurrence related. Oh, not it just like reminded me of a new movie I, or another movie I want to have us watch that has to do with disaster, kind of. But uh, I mean, I get that's fine, unless it's like. Like I'm not a big fan of like apocalypse movies because they scare me. That's not that's not what this is. So that whatever. Yes, that's fine. Okay, <laughs> so I think I'm just gonna go with it just because it's why not. Uh, Twister. Okay. It's from '96. I'll give you the IMDb synopsis. Uh, Bill and Joe Harding, advanced storm chasers on the brink of divorce, must join together to create an advanced weather alert system. By putting themselves in the crosshairs of extremely violent tornadoes. Have you seen this? Uh, not in full. Only on like TNT when I was a kid. So I, I there's little bits and bobs that I remember. It's on Hulu. Is Woo! It? There you go. Perfect. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bill Paxton is in it. He he passed away in the last few years, I think. But he's he's been in a lot of he's been in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Not that the others haven't. It's just. I see Helen Hunt as well, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Which I do. And I think uh, I, let me double check. Um, uh, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Which who's that? Uh, what would you know him from? He was in the Hunger Games. Give me a second. What was his character in that? He also passed away, unfortunately. Oh. Uh, oh, if it's the guy uh, I'm thinking Plutarch. of. He was Plutarch in the Hunger Games. I don't know the characters that well. Uh, I think I know who you're talking about. He was in the like second movie, and then he was supposed to be in the third movie, but then he died during filming, so then they like, CGI'd. Him and he was kind of like the game maker. Yeah, but he's yeah. also on the inside yep, yep, or yep, like helping Katniss. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah, uh, another very talented person that's been in a bunch of stuff. But yeah, so yeah, uh, we'll get that wheel written up and and spinning. All right. All right. So we are now going to spin for next week's movie pick. Um, okay, so it's Twister, which is the movie pick that Colton literally just put on the board. But, you know, that's okay. That's fun. But I have a feeling this is going to, like, continue to happen where we keep getting the same, like, we keep getting fresh picks and the old picks have just stayed on there. I I think what we could do is, uh, kind of going, going forward, we could, uh... Week. Do we need to change it? I don't think that's a bad thing. Well, I know, but just uh, kind of start to kind of wrap up this list, and then we, like we could try to avoid, like obviously, uh, like within this within this first run, uh, we at this point we wouldn't be able to get them all in, right? But to avoid, I think what we can do is kind of try to avoid carryover, mm-hmm. just so we can, because I know we've both talked about it where there's so, some movies on this list where we were kind of like <laughs> starting to teeter-totter on our on our choice a little bit so like what we can do is uh i propose that now going into these last few our last couple after this next one uh we we don't add anything new Mm -hmm. and then whatever is whatever's left at the end uh we can choose whether or not we want to bring it with us sure that makes sense yeah that makes sense so for next week we'll do twister and then from then, we'll just keep uh, keep narrowing her down. Right. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Bye.